Hi, comic readers, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Of course, you're listening to the show live uh, here on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop Returns. But if you're not, you're listening to the audio version, then you're probably listening to us on Apple Podcasts. I, I'm so conditioned to say iTunes. Don't change an institution's name like that. Uh, yeah, but if you're listening dime. to it most of the time for podcasts, then it's Apple Podcasts. That's true. Or uh, Spotify. Or Spotify. But either way, uh, if you are listening to us on those Give us a rating. Help us out. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like. It helps us out, too. Uh, and uh, comment below. Say something funny. I look forward to seeing it. I see all the comments, so, you know, let me know. Anyway, uh, this is a show where we take comic books from the past week, and we recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, a couple of things uh, of note of late. We uh, did Across the Spider-Verse last week. Back into the comics. I'm very excited. Nothing but comics this week. We are just talking about comic books that came out. Okay. Oh, you got something? No, you I'm wouldn't. just agreeing. You're like, okay, I mean, then I'll hold back on some what? big news that I want to share on our news, reviews, and uh, recommendations show. I No. No, nothing? No. It's a long way for you to preamble to the big news you have. I don't have any news. Oh, all right. What? Sometimes you got to just trick your friends and family into, like, revealing secret news they might have oh. by telling people that you know that they have news i'm kidding of course i'm just doing a prolonged bit okay but, uh, good i yeah. was like i was like no i was like was i supposed to come up with the topic no no that no. was giving me like oh my god you have so much work to do already that was, that was, like, you that was like being in a class when everyone else did the homework mm -hmm. and you're like there was homework. there was homework oh no homework. yeah no the homework thing is sucks the, the, the real thing is about the quizzes sure uh no but, that, but i feel like everyone's on equal footing then that's true not everyone knew about the quiz yeah no but somebody held out on me but with that homework. everybody knew about the homework and i didn't yeah so what the hell friend who was in class and could have told me but didn't for some reason yeah so that was what you were seeing there was like was i was i supposed to was i supposed to come up was with something? I, supposed to, I no. didn't do anything no but i didn't do a damn thing damn right good for when you when you opened up a tab though yeah there was a, a whale there yeah this is this is nothing to do with any kind of news no but i did see a horrific video which solidified my uh fears yes of the ocean of the ocean Naturally. i love the ocean but i believe that the ocean should be respected i, I respect the 100%. hell out of the ocean but i also like swimming in the ocean a lot and you right. are afraid of swimming in the ocean i am and i'm not i don't want things touching me okay. and i think i have a good reason to because there's a lot of things in the ocean well what like what like 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 whales yeah what'd you see i saw two kayakers be swallowed by a humpback whale yes. for a hot second i was like okay mm -hmm. now humpback whales are not at all scary no Except in fact they're, they're in they're danger huge they're like leviathan level sort of beings yeah. i think and they'll great. save us one day in yeah. the far distant future sure. i love their songs the whole thing they're great there's nothing wrong with them however yeah. that's scary af mm -hmm. it's very it's very not okay yeah i thought you were gonna tell us about the orcas but apparently well, yes, not only people is... know about it already but yeah, yeah. the orcas are a thing the whales... they've been a thing and yeah, that's, that's yesterday's Since, like news. 2020 they've been attacking boats good on them <laughs> go for it yeah but the but the kayak thing i was like and i love for the record i heard that story they survived they did i know they did it's <laughs> it gonna, spat it them right out. out but i'm like nope yeah I, nope i don't want to be eaten i don't want to be a small <laughs> like... percentage of the world's population the smallest infinitesimal percentage of like the population of humans that's that like, have been consumed i was consumed by a whale yeah i mean the reality is being eaten by anything we've we worked hard <laughs> as a species to get on top of the food chain you know some people live their whole lives not being eaten by anything 
it was just and it, what i loved about that video too was also, it wasn't like i saw that i was like i'm never going in the ocean again i was no. just like see it does happen yeah it, it, um and then followed up by humor by the fact that the other people were like back paddling <laughs> they're, they're like, like well there's no i can't help nope i'm i'm you I, I should go yeah um you know what yeah no yeah cool cool cool, cool 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 like yeah. i freaking loved that yeah <laughs> that's fair well, I uh, I watched a video similarly, but this one was of a uh, of, of a shark eating a man, and I did see that. Yeah, yeah, that and that was less entertaining. That's not entertaining. That's not like proving a point that I'm like, no, whales could accidentally eat. You. Right? No, these were it's a shark that found a man and ate him. Yeah, that is very different scenario. That, a very that different is like, scenario. hey, I entered the food chain. Right? Yeah, but you never know. You see, I appreciate like if you're like, hey, they're warning there are tigers here. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm not gonna go see them. You know, one time we went to a field very recently that was full of cows and there was a sign that said like, don't touch them. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. Not that I'm going to risk touching them, but like, I'm going to go in. The, I'm going to go in the cow field. That was on me. If the cows ate me, you know, that'd be on me. Yeah. I wouldn't expect vengeance, you know, but you should know that if a cow could or would, he would eat you and everyone he cared about. So uh, that's why I, we I, are I, not saying, uh, vegetarians like with the the shark but 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 you know what if you lived in an area where there were more dangerous like, we happen to live in an, an area where there's very few dangerous animals that's very true yeah we, we have bears but we have bears fine. but they're more afraid of us than that we are yeah and there's coyotes and like okay that right. one and could they're be, organized that could be that could become a problem yeah a woman in my neighborhood was attacked by a pack of coyotes one time she used to take these walks ago. it was years we were was talking years decades ago. ago those coyotes well she also was like for whatever she was insane she would wear high heels when she went off for, for her walks so it's like I I I don't. Okay. It was like she wanted to be eaten by a coyote. No, I I listen. You can't judge a person for what they're wearing, and you, you can't. Judge, you know where she's and walking. You can't judge their mental state like that. Well, and you should. She was almost eaten by coyotes. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's jump into some comic books that are coming. Oh, but before we do, there's a little bit of a topic. It's not much of a topic. It's more like, hey, I'm gonna let you know about this thing. That happening. was the thing I was gonna talk about. Oh well, then please. Then oh, I'm, you had a secret topic the I whole time. Did. I just was like, so oh, I'm vindicated. I was like, oh. is that what he's talking about? Is that I guess I am. No. Yes, please. I just, I just, take it away. I don't know that much secret about it. topic person. I don't really know about it. I just saw it. So like, I was like, oh, is that what he's talking about? That that's what I'm supposed to bring up? Even though like, how does he know that I even saw it? But I haven't really. Do I don't know that you show. saw it. So that's why I'd rather talk about the whale. Because well, like, okay, the whale. We've is, done the whale, the whale topic is, to death. Okay, so the whale topic is ahead. now extinct. You bring the real news. Well, apparently there was a hashtag that was circulating social media called hashtag comic broke me or comics broke me. Yeah. Uh, which was essentially uh, uh, putting the industry on blast from creators uh, identifying uh, poor working conditions and poor creative uh, situations mm -hmm. and, uh, and and highlighting these negative parts of the industry so as to change them and uh, bring greater awareness to them. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Just, you know, th that was circulating. And it was uh, it was just an opportunity for creators, uh, both big and uh, small, uh, to kind of equally work together to kind of uh, erase a stigma and hopefully uh, raise awareness enough to uh, put pressure on these like larger groups to better their conditions. Right. Um, I, I would go even further than that to say like, if you get a chance, like go like click on the hashtag and, and read, uh, you're going to see a lot of stuff out there. You're going to see mostly, hopefully you're going to mostly see creators who are talking about their experiences and it kind of really puts some things into perspective. It's true. Um, Honestly, there were some things that I was reading where as I was like going through it, I was just like, you know, like you see this stuff everywhere because as we all know, like talking about what you make is not is like stigmatized. Yeah. 
Right, and if you're uncomfortable talking about it, that's this is about one the, thing. You're talking about the uh, the money you make. The money, the money you make. Um, but like it's stigmatized. And now, listen, if you're uncomfortable talking about what you make, that's one thing. Yes, but, but don't like, let management like, tell you. Don't let management or society go like you shouldn't do that if yeah. you want to. No, in fact, knowing your uh, colleagues or your coworkers' wages allows for you to have a united front to get the fair wages. How many stories have you heard? I've heard it a thousand times, you know, not talking about it's impolite. It's not appropriate to talk about how much you make. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that like a colleague that's been there less time, half the time that you've been there is making twice as much. And you go, well, what the hell's that all about? Right. And then you talk to management and they're like, well, how did you even know about that? You know, as opposed yeah, to yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, we have been screwing you. Uh, certainly that happened to me. It's happened to me in every industry that I've ever been in uh, where I was not paid fairly for my, um, uh, my work and that my colleagues were paid better than I was at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, starting all the way back to when I used to work as a, li a lifeguard at the YMCA. I brought in a friend of mine who mm -hmm. was uh, notoriously anti-work. Uh, he was the laziest person I've ever met. And uh, he made a dollar and a half more than me to do less work. Well, and I was so angry. Right. Well, and I brought it to them and they said, and they said something like, um, stop talking about your wages in front of people. Yeah. That was a, essentially their approach. Yeah, so it's a different time, but like, you know, it's not, it, but how different is it? Well, yeah, but what I'm but like, your point is, but my point is, is that um, it'll give you a really good perspective on um, what, why sometimes like you might feel like creatives are like bitter or burned out yeah, or, or like, resentful or like we'll be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to move on to a different industry. Right. And it's like, I don't understand what, why. Right. Yeah. Or why they might feel slighted when some people have like greater opportunities or yeah yeah so like there's a lot to be learned there's a lot of perspective to potentially take in out that you know you know you know take this as you read it because it's people's personal experiences but i think it's a worthwhile journey to go on um definitely there was even moments for me where i was just like man like i have been working in, in an industry in which um the top like 10 salaries where i work have to be published someplace yeah and uh it doesn't actually allow us to uh rally at all it just makes us feel bad exactly um but hey you know what we can feel bad together i guess um <laughs> but no but it does give you a perspective um that they, these are artists and at times they are struggling artists and they're you know they just they want to create for you and they want to make things for you and they want to you know their voices out there or their art out there and um you know it, it's hard to do that and also eat yeah because that's the other thing we you see these posts about and this could be in any industry um, but you'll see these posts where they're just like, oh, I just I went X elsewhere to some other place where people are, are yeah. valued even less. And therefore, I can, you know, get away with whatever I want so that I can give you my big product. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people need to eat, man. And right. Like just because you want to make your thing doesn't mean that that person can't eat. Right. Because like, at the end of the day, you got to think about it like that. Anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. Just uh, so, yeah, if you uh, want to make things right or you want to help things out in any way, you know, obviously pre-ordering your books uh, allows for the publishers, these monsters, uh, to allow, to to keep these books and these creatives afloat. Uh, that's one way to do it. Another way is to just directly contribute to things like the Hero Initiative, uh, which is a link I found uh, and put into the comments down below or in the live chat as well. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, it's a good organization. Not that I vetted them too deeply, but I've worked with them before and they're 
you know, they seem altruistic and that they, they are on the level. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you would be in the wrong for helping them out there. Of course, you can also help your creators more directly. Sometimes they're in uh, dire straits and you can, uh, you know, seek them out and, and look for their assistance as well. Peter David, for example, a notorious uh, comic book writer, uh, creative influence. He's uh, fallen on hard health times and he's uh, consistently in need of uh, support. Uh, mm-hmm. sp- certainly his wife uh, is uh, doing all the heavy lifting in terms of uh, providing aid for him. So if you can help him out, uh, just just Google Peter David uh, uh, and, and um, you know, health fund and you'll find uh, the link that you need. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there, just the other day, I saw another one that uh, just broke my heart to see like so many different creative people who are, uh, you know, now in their uh, twilight years or even older, just older years, not even mm-hmm. twilight, you know, because uh, that's that sliding scale is sliding ever, ever more. Uh, but you know, uh, and and without basic aid, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this industry uh, is about superheroes. Be one yourself and help support your favorite creators if they are ever in trouble, uh, and you are in a position to help them, of course. Uh, so let's jump into some comics. Uh, there's a bunch of them that came out this week. Uh, I went ahead mm-hmm. and you know had this taste for Amazing Spider-Man, so I went ahead and re- read uh, um, Spider-Man number nine from Dan Slott and Mark Bagley. Uh, this book, you know, it's funny. This is this is a uh, very much doing exactly what this book was designed to do. Uh, it is completely different from Amazing Spider-Man, but because maybe it's because it's written by Dan Slott, or maybe because it's folded into continuity, but it feels like it is supposed to be or trying to be important. Uh, it, it certainly harkens back to a simpler time. Mm, okay. you know, it really has that tone. Like, okay. a, like what classic, when I say classic, I mean like 90s Amazing Spider-Man feels like. Mm-hmm. When I say 90s, I mean like 1991 to 1992. You know, like a really, really narrow time when Spider-Man was just kind of doing some stuff and people were there and adventures were happening. Like you could get away with putting Electro on the cover of your comic book. Right, right. Um, God I, knows they did that in one of those uh, one of those older books. They did like a three part Electro series, and I was like, "How can you get away with that?" I just wanted to bring up that, like, in Comicsology this week, I was I was looking for books, and I noticed that they just it was just a mistake. Yep. But that they put that that was by this. <laughs> they said it's by Zeb Wells. <laughs> no, I was like, really? And Oops. I clicked on it, and I was like, and I went, I had to go further in. I was like, oh no, okay, just nope. dance off. Like I was like, what? Yeah. Why? Why Ugh. would you do that? That's that. That is that hurt the book by putting <laughs> that in there. Not that Zeb Wells isn't a nice guy or uh, untalented, but certainly Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I think it's fair to say sucks. Uh, but this <laughs> and this book, mm, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't read this book regularly. I wouldn't read it unless I had a show where I talked about comic books. Mm, okay. Um, but Bagley's art is good. Uh, Bailey, the Spider Boy, is of course featured prominently because Dan Slott's like, I'm hitting the homers, baby. First, Silk, Spider Gwen. Bailey, the inheritors. You're welcome, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, it, it, the only thing that I'd really appreciated about it is that uh, J. Jonah Jameson is really mad at Peter because he's like, "Why are you palling around with Norman Osborn? What, what, what the hell are you doing?" There's a great moment where uh, they're all having dinner at Aunt May's, and uh, Dan Slott sneaks in a, Spider- a Spider-Man 2002 reference, and uh, the Robertsons are there, and uh, Norman Osborn was invited by Peter, and the Robertsons are like. We were friends with the Stacys. We'll never forgive you. And I'm like, that's fair. Okay. That's so fair that you've almost ruined Peter as a character by having him forgive Norman Osborn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this book is fine. You know, Electro is really barely in it, but he does appear and uh, he does threaten to do something at the end of the issue. So if you're okay. looking for more uh, awesome Electro antics, they ain't in this issue, but uh, it is a dynamite cover. Excellent. Right. 
Uh, what about you, Tiffany? Um, I, I haven't. I didn't get a chance to actually read read this as much as I kind of um went through it. Went through it because I didn't realize it was 110 pages when I wrote it. Good lord! I wrote it when I bought it. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to give a shout out uh, to the new talent showcase number one, the milestone oh, initiative. Oh, that came out this week. Came I'm sorry, week, and I think it was only four dollars for 110 pages. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm so have to I, go to the kind store of why I wanted it. to bring that up because we see a lot of the times that DC will do these like short story showcase kind of things and make it like ten dollars yes. because it's like eighty pages right, right like, wow, I'm getting a lot of pages um, but I believe they're they're working with Ally which is either a bank or a financial I don't know what they are huh I've seen this logo before I actually don't know what they are let's be honest oh yeah I've seen this logo before but mm -hmm. I have a feeling that allows this price to be a little lower yes um, but I did get a chance to do was flip through the art there's a lot of fun art there's a lot, all these are all new like artists these are people who are just you know they they submitted to be a part of this yes. they were selected they went through like a 10-week training program mm -hmm. and this is like the kind of the final result of it nice um and the reason i know that is yes. I, I had a chance to read the intro by reginald hudlin mm -hmm. which was really great because he he talks about you know where milestone came from and that like you know when milestone first came out it wasn't just about getting the top black writers and artists it was also getting like the next generation of writers and artists there yes. and brings up a whole bunch of folks who came out of that. Yeah. Um, like for example, uh, Humberto Ramos and right. you know what I mean? And, and Jamal Ingle and like all these people. And I was like, okay, cool. And so like, I love the idea of like, we're bringing milestone back and this is a big part of it. Yes. Is this, this idea of like looking to the future. As I well. love that. Yeah. Um, and for $4, I feel like it's really super like affordable. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's a great, and you're getting 110 pages of just writers and artists. You may not know, and maybe characters you don't know super well, but give it a shot. You know, I like so. I, I think it's 100% worth it. Uh, I think they've been like everything right here, yeah. except for letting people know about it. Right. Um, but so <laughs> Classic DC. hopefully, you know, you will go take a chance on this at the end of the book. I noticed because again, like I, I was like, oh, okay. For the price, I thought it was going to be like every artist had like one or two pages. Sure. And then it turns out they have much more than that. That's great. Um, And so I was like, oh my gosh. All right. I, I can't read all of this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of it, you also find little bios about yeah. each of the creators who are in here. Well, that's wonderful. Um, so if you like their work, you can go and maybe follow them on social media. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's just, there's just a lot of good going on here. Like again, I did a cursory flip through. There's a lot of fun art there. People, I feel like you're going to be seeing in the future in some of the like bigger titles from Marvel and DC. Um, so I think it's worthwhile to go check it out. Yes. I also believe that one of these people may have been at our uh, live show. Yes. And uh, that's wonderful for them. Yes. And uh, yeah. But I, I honestly like. But overall, no, this is just a yeah. great initiative. Not, not to, you know. No, no, no. I know. But like, I remember like when they said it, they were like, make sure to look for that. Um, and I was like, okay. And so when it came out, I was like, I forgot to mention that it was coming out last week. Cause I didn't know. I honestly didn't realize it until it came out. So yes. if you get a chance, I, if they, if your local comic book store still has it, or if you just want to get it online, like I said, it's $4, 110 pages. I think it'd be worth it. Totally. Here's the cover again. Right. Super cool. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I read adventures of Superman, John Kent, number four. Uh, this book, uh, of course, written by Tom Taylor with art this time by Derek Robertson. Uh, Derek Robertson uh, is a divisive artist, to be sure. Um, not showcased here on the cover, okay. but uh, <laughs> very, uh, you know, stylized, specific. Uh, he drew the covers to Justice League Last Ride, drew Spider-Man back in the 90s for a few seconds. Uh, he drew the Hellblazer Black Label book by Tom Taylor. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's why I know his art. That's a weird pull for this. I agree. Uh, feels like a favor and uh, looks like one. And uh, that's unfortunate for this book. 
which, uh, as I understand it, is not an ongoing. Uh, this is going to wrap up in not a not an insignificantly short amount of issues, uh, but it shows John Kent uh, kind of hanging in uh, the Injustice universe, and I think we're going to see uh, some big swoops, uh, some big swings in this universe uh, because Tom Taylor kind of like is responsible for it for the most part, mm -hmm. uh, outside of the video game, of course, which is of course you know it's inspiration. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, we're going to see. Uh, I, I think he's going to make some some big changes to the Injustice universe. Uh, through this uh using you know the character that he is uh kind of taken upon himself to shepherd mm. uh but yeah it's it's a book that exists and you can read it um <clears throat> moving on uh we should also mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you if you're watching the show live you can use the super chats you can ask a question or comment we'll read it here on the show and you'll be part of the show and the conversation uh from now until the heat death of the universe uh tyler busso uh Brusso says you guys are the best well, i appreciate that well, thank, thank you very much, much tyler i think you're the best uh bryce harriet uh i've been listening for eight years i hopefully assume that means to us but thank you very much uh and i'm going on a query for my novel soon wow. you've been a fundamental to me uh, thanks for everything. Can't wait till you're reviewing a comic by me. Well, I awesome. can't wait for that myself, Bryce. Thank you so much for being with us and uh, best of luck to you. Yeah. Uh, Brendan O'Brien, thank you very much for your support. Thank you. Uh, Six Second Comic Fats, who I, of course, uh, I'm familiar with on Twitter, uh, TikTok. I uh, just wanted to pop in and say you are all amazing and we'll listen to the full show at work later. Thank you very much, oh, 60 Second Comics Facts. Welcome back to the show, man. Uh, Brendan O'Brien returns to say, be the humpback <laughs> whale sees your monetary value. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that. We're yeah. talking about wages before I, right exactly I really like that a lot just, just oh, these, this is what i deserve <laughs> this is what i'm worth uh ali alziati uh you all you were great uh i've been watching ever since civil war ii take care thank you very much thank Alziati. You. i really appreciate it man uh that's 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 been a while it's funny we were talking about that recently you were like what's the first episode we did here and it was civil war ii oh yeah yeah. yeah, I was asking about that. Uh, Landon 1195 discussion. How would you feel if 616 Peter finally gets to be happy, married and start a family, but it's with someone other than Mary Jane? I think I've heard this question before. Uh, I will say that I don't. Uh, I've seen it. You know, it happened during the Clone Saga, and I honestly couldn't uh, I, I, I couldn't be bothered. Uh, my, my interest in Peter Parker as a character, as much as I love him and I care about him. Uh, I'm also hyper aware that he's fictitious and if he's not going to dress up like Spider-Man, I'm not interested. And uh, so when they did that during like the nineties for that little window of time where they're like, look, here it goes and you can read Ben Riley. I'm like, I don't care about Ben Riley. Now what? Uh, so that was kind of an interesting op option for me. But as far as uh, hooking up with somebody else, like if he and black cat decided to settle down, I'm not interested in that. I've seen that. And I know where it goes. I'm good. No. Mary Jane is the wife. <laughs> like, in those relationships, like Liz Allen was the crush. Betty Brant was like the first girlfriend for real. Uh -huh. You know, Gwen Stacy was the lost love. You know, Black Cat was the fling and Mary Jane is the wife. And not every woman or relationship for that matter needs to be uh, categorized and labeled in that way. But these are fictitious characters in a story. And they all fit archetypes, or at the very least, they represent different parts of these people's lives, in particular, the protagonist's life. And uh, I am not interested in reading about, like, Peter hooking up with or settling down with Carly Cooper or Sissy Ironwood or, like, you know, Ms. Marvel like, or whatever. I'm, I, I'm good. Uh, yeah. uh, by the way, I'm not saying that, like, that's who they are and should be. But as far as my interpretation of this okay. book is concerned, Mary Jane is Peter's wife. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm not interested in reading about Peter, like seeing Mary Jane as a sister and then meeting some brand new character that was literally engineered by editorial to be his person. Like, I feel like if it was done, pro- if it made sense, yeah. that would be different. Yeah. Like if they, but like, it feels like everything they do with him right now is just done to elicit reaction. Like reaction. Yeah. It's not even like it's an agenda. An agenda, I get. A reaction? It's- Which is weird because that's why art is created, but yes. this is like marketing art. Yeah. It's terrible. The art and marketing. Right? Marketing? Yeah, I don't know. It's, not, yeah, I don't know. it's not really there. I, I'll, I I'll workshop that one. Uh, Lewis Cox, hey, Sound Tiffany, what's going on with Batman? We will tell you in a little bit. I uh, didn't but... I didn't read this one. Yeah, well, I did. Okay, it's well, the, I'm, I'm going to also find out what's going on with Batman then. Damn right. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Ardwit, uh, Comic Pop, whoa. Well, thank <laughs> I you. I like that a lot. I think it's a woo. Oh, woo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because woe is uh, spelled W-O-A-H. Uh, so I thought it was an A. Yeah. Uh, just recently, within the last year, started listening, and I love your show. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, your passion for comics is infectious. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I wanted to ask if there'd be a chance we could see any Predator on back issues. Well, That's you, Preacher. Uh, oh, Preacher. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Preacher's a tough one because, uh, you know, maybe in the earlier days we would have done a Preacher book. But, uh, you know, that was back when we were like, oh, well, obviously YouTube is not uh, Jimmy Fallon. So we can say and do whatever we want like everybody else is. And YouTube's like, uh, no, we want to be dead Jimmy Fallon so bad. Though. The other problem is with that one, yeah, is that Ben read all of it. I think three fourths of us have read it. Yeah, Tiffany and Ben love and have read Preacher, uh, and so you know it'd be tough. It'd be me and Ethan and maybe somebody else talking about Preacher. And even then, Preacher goes on a while. I don't want to just like do the whole damn run, and you know I don't think it would do very well. And the time to do it was when the show came out. The, we'll just we'll just do a retrospective. Yeah, like maybe just a yeah, just a, a different video that we on this channel that we would talk about Preacher. I would like that. Uh, what about what it is? Was it what is it about them? Great name, yeah. Uh, with some with some cute emojis. Thank you very much. And Atomica says, uh, "Hey, popular people. Uh, that's that's uh, subjective, but I appreciate it. I like Have that. you been checking out Hollow's Eve, middling book, but it recently gave the best Peter Parker Spidey in a while. Yeah, that's why I don't read it. Uh, number one, Hollow's Eve is a character I'm not interested in. I do like the design, but the power set is terrible, and the use of that character is uh, offensive. But so I'd never read it. And that's like a, that. That's a shame." I feel bad for the creative team behind it because they're kind of like at a disadvantage. Mm, okay. But uh, but I will uh, look more into that. Okay. To see what's going on. Uh, moving on with some comic books. Uh, I was going to read Shazam 2. I forgot. Is that your review of it? Yeah. Sorry, Shazam 2. I was going to read this and yet I forgot. Yeah. Well, it was on my list. What about you, Tiffany? I read three different X-Men books this week. And I'll be honest with you. You don't remember which ones they were? They kind of all just blended together. That's good in a way. In a great way. In a great way. Because I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't like I was like they were, they blended all together and I hated it and they sucked. Yeah, it's more like they blended together because they're they're communic the teams are communicating with each other to reach the goal of Fall of X. And exactly. I'm like, how, how nice, right? How how freaking nice? Um, because we are entering into the Fall of X, um, time period. Yeah, and uh, we're setting up. You know who's gonna possibly be the problem here, right? Right. We, What's the yeah? What is the what is gonna we're, we're clearly, bring about? We're leaning into. Uh, Orcus here. Oh, okay. which is totally fair. Yeah, totally fair. But we're doing. I think there's four different Fall of X books that are going to have come out, um, written by various creators, uh, including the oh, who did um, Sons of X. I think that was Cy Spurrier did that one oh. from a few weeks back. Oh, okay. And then this one was um, by Steve Orlando, and then I believe we're going to have one by uh, I think it's Al Ewing, and the, another one by Kieran Gillen. Okay, so there we go. It's like. You know, we're gonna we're gonna start 
leading you down this road. Yeah. Here, here we go. Whether you're ready for it or not. Because honestly, I don't know if I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was the one who was like, I, maybe it's time for this to stop. Yeah. It's still, I, it's, I, endings are sad. You know, there was a, uh, there was There's like, an, again. there was an X-Men uh, like initiative or a video that Marvel made, mm-hmm. uh, which talked about like the X-Men in the past tense and like looking towards the future. And they referred to Hox and Pox as an event. That, what? Like, that like set up the like status quo oh no, no and no, 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 they no. did it by like this is a marvel video that has uh and it's a wild runaway success of seven thousand views but uh it has like you know talent like jonathan hickman grant morrison uh and you know the two of them talked about it like it was an event uh yes hickman talked about it like it was an event well he's not involved in it anymore he doesn't care that's interesting yeah hosted by uh ryan penagos by the way uh, which is a person you may not know but uh has over a million followers on Twitter. He also works. Uh, in, he's he's a major player at Marvel. Like oh, he, okay. he works at Marvel in a big way. But uh, but he interviews them, and it's just it's just very interesting to hear them talk about it because they 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 are referring to Morrison's era of New X Men as like an initiative because it was like it, it changed X Men in a similar way where it was like this is what we're doing with X Men, and it's all from like the guiding principles of one writer. Okay. And Hickman did the same thing, and so yeah, they're looking at it like. Yeah, no, uh, that was an event that happened, and then there were some books that were called uh, uh, Heck X-Men and other things, and so yeah, anyway, moving on. So yeah, for Fall of X, that's absolutely their their attitude. It's just like, well... Okay, so at least we know we're never we're never going to undo the timelines. No. that's why <laughs> I think that's why they did Sense of Sinister, and they had to get that out of their system. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, anyway, um, so I read X-Men this week. X-Men number 23 came out by Jerry Duggan with art by Josh Kassara. Yay. Um, and, um, yeah, so we got a, okay, we got a couple of things. We got. we got Orcus, and we have Sinisters, and yep. we have, of those Sinisters, we have Mother Righteous. And yes. in this issue, um, we reveal who Mother Righteous is, which I think is interesting because Duggan... I thought we knew who that was. I thought that was just a person named Mother Righteous. Well, remember, she's also one of the Sinisters, oh. right? Like, she's got the heart. Yeah, right, right, right. Right, but now we find out who she actually is. Okay. Which I was like, oh, interesting, right? But the reason I thought it was interesting was because I, I don't, I do not believe that she in, like, came out of a Duggan book. I believe she came out of a Spurrier book. I think you're right. But like Gill and Spurrier and Duggan have been working really close mm-hmm. with one another. And so I was like, of course, it makes absolute sense that they would reveal her on this. Yeah, of right? course. Like, sure, whatever. Um, and then this, it turns out that she is some iteration of Nathaniel Essex's wife. Oh, okay. I was like, that's cool. We find that out because Dr. Stasis, apparently, who's one of the other Sinisters. So we got our Mr. Sinister, the one we, that we've been dealing with on Krakoa. Yes. We've got Dr. Stasis who's been working with Orcus. We have Mother Righteous who's been working with um, Magic. Okay. And then we have the uh, Orbis Stellaris who's kind of been doing spacey things. All right. 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 So we got the four suits. Yeah. Right. Um, so our Sinister was put into the hold basically on in Krakoa mm-hmm. mother righteous is here and has the memories of everything that happened in sense of sinister. Right. So she's using all that to her advantage. Uh, Stasis is working with Orcus doing whatever he's doing. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember what over Stellaris is doing right now, but who cares? <laughs> Fair, um, yeah. but um, you know, he apparently he goes home, he has dinner every night with like his family. He's got like two like clones. Oh above God. Them. Okay. But like, yeah. he can turn on and off essentially mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so she's like you're gonna stop doing that now because you're that's gross also you're not the original nathaniel oh and i'm like well yeah right we found that out with uh because of kieran gillen's uh you know 
Well, like, it was always quite like, is Dr. Stasis the original right. one? Like, could he be the one? Who's the one? Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a question of like, who, who's the original one? Where, like, yeah, you know, where, where is that going on? And she's like, there's something else out there. And I'm like, oh, are we talking about these sins of sinister? Like, dominion sort of you know thing <laughs> that sinister created yeah i don't know we'll find out maybe oh okay we don't know yet all right um but the other big thing that happened in this issue was of course there is a on the cover oh an iron man we, sentinel. an iron man sentinel what's all what's all that what, what is yeah. that right did tony well, stark betray the x-men right no why not uh orcas uh purchased no um uh Leifong, remember he works for orcas as well he yes. purchased up like a whole bunch of like stark patterns okay and uh stark had something like a sentinel essentially and so they kind of or like he took stark tech he bonded it with a, a sentinel and so like orcas's whole plan right now and their whole front um is that they're going out there and doing like spear campaigns on the mutants right, right? and so including you know making people like make it look like they've attacked people or like ah. making people turn into monsters remember when kurt was uh, turning into a monster yeah and mutants around the world were they did that and they're like mutants are crazy Mm-hmm. Look at that! Look right. At, look how bad they are. They're all like, I mean, maybe they're not all bad, but I mean, they're pretty bad. Uh-huh. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So like, there's a burning building, and there's some firemen trapped in there, and so the Sentinel Iron Man thing comes and saves the two of them, right? And right. then immediately turns around and like sees it among the firemen. There's a mutant. He's like, mutant. <laughs> Better kill it. So the X Men show up and fight it, and then they spin that, and they're like, this robot, this Sentinel, save people, saved to help, like, came to help firefighters, and and look what they did. Uh huh. What they did. Hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. I hate you. Insidious. I hate you, Orcus. And uh, additionally, what they do is they um, slice magic with like something because she she destroys it in a really cool way because they, they attempt to destroy it and uh, via all the ways that you might attempt to destroy a, a sentinel. sentinel. Yeah. Uh, to n- no result. Oh no. They they try ice to stop it. Not gonna work. They try to superheat it with Firestar's powers. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, they have Sync show up and take Polaris's powers mm. so that she can, you know, pull a Magneto. Yeah. And uh, nope, that doesn't work either. And I'm like, okay. I feel like if you had these... Why not just drop them on Krakoa? Why, yeah, this seems to be a bigger <laughs> problem than, uh, than you... But that's not the point of this. So yeah. Magic utilizes her um, portals and just opens and closes it and chops it into pieces. Okay, that's fun. Uh, leaving the head, which they take with them. Good. Um, but in, during that fight, they like she gets like cut on her cheek. Uh-huh. And it nanobots. Nanobots. Yeah. Nanobots. Or nanites. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're in our system. Okay. So we, we got that going on now. Like, oh, what, what are they going to do with that? I don't know. Probably use her eyes to see what's going on in Krakoa. I mean, they've got they take over. Her brain. I guess. Um, you know. Uh, additionally, we, we remind everybody like, hey, don't forget Wilson Fisk is on the island. Yeah, don't forget like, about oh, that. Oh yeah, Wilson Fisk is on the island. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Emma walks along the beach with him. Mm-hmm. She's like in a little like Emma Frost bikini kind of thing. Sure. He's in a full suit. Yes, he always is. And she's like, listen, like you're on an island, you, you can chill you out. You get to be here because you're married to a mutant, but you know, you, and we will offer you protections as long as you stay within the guise of our laws. But if you don't, then we will not. We're not like you can't just use us. It's like okay, I will though. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, Cyclops shows up and he's like ready to go. He's like bikini, <laughs> not bikini. He's like bathing suit Cyclops. Yeah, he's know? on. He's vacation mode Cyclops. And he's like, ah, uh, I got your call, Emma. You must have heard that Jean and I are taking a little break. Aren't isn't it like free love over there? Who cares? But yeah. And she's like, I hadn't, but I appreciate your gusto. Right. She's like, nice. it's ill timed because I have other bad news for you. Right. And she drops that uh, Kamala Khan has died. Has died. Which yes. I was like, I 
we didn't talk about we that. We didn't talk about that, but someone in, in my uh, Twitch chat had mentioned it. So I was able to piece it all together. So we're fine. Naturally. Um, but um, the, they mentioned like the conversation that they had before, what this might mean and what, and if Cyclops has a different perspective on some things. Yeah. Now. Well, because of course uh, Cyclops and Kamala fought together when he was a young version of himself on the champions. Mm. So like he has a direct link with her. Like they are teammates. I think, well, yes. So like, that's why they wanted to tell like, him. him. Yeah. Um, and so like he mentions like her family and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. So that, that one ends like it's sad um yep like it's just cyclops alone on the beach thinking he was going to um get some yeah and then instead he's just sad. oh you can always call wolverine if he wants to but uh what he can call wolverine yeah if he wants to get some well i mean doesn't he have a he doesn't he share a room with gene uh, i guess so <gasps> um so again like i said this, this issue does a lot but we do get the promise of what happens on the cover the cover shows up with a iron man sentinel and mm -hmm. that's what we get i'm like okay awesome yeah great fair enough 10 out of 10. but also don't forget sinisters and orcas and Kamala died, mm -hmm. which the fact that they did it at the end, I'm like, did you? Did you add that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell because that that feels also very like end of an episode yes. kind of moment. Right. Like you like, got your ending and then like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I could also see it being sort of a wink and a nod to that type of storytelling. <laughs> That's fair. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So it was it was a good, uh, good issue. I almost said episode. Um, but all the exit titles were pretty good this week yeah mm -hmm. let's talk about another one then oh uh, let's talk about um the f uh, mutant first strike ah i thought this one was kind of uh, interesting the way in which it was told um the fall of x i think it's just yeah mutant first strike number one yep. i read by steve orlando with art by uh valentina pinti mm -hmm. i i unfamiliar with uh that artist me name, too but I like that cover though that cover, I, I freaking love this cover for a lot of reasons because it's like it's dark, it's creepy, it's spooky. Uh, it shows a little bit of kind of what's going on within the issue, but mm -hmm. also looks like Nimrod's eye. Yes, I'm like, that's neat. Is that on purpose? Uh, I guess. I mean, it, it's hinting at greater things. At least I think it looks Good. like Nimrod's eye. Maybe it doesn't. It does look like an eye, though. It does look like an eye. What, what'd you hear? It was just a bug. Is it a bee? No, it was just a fly. <laughs> Is it the bees? <laughs> Another great day saving the bees. Um, hashtag bee talk. Um, so this issue starts off, it has like almost a civil war kind of moment mm. in a way where it's like, here's a sleepy little perfect town <laughs> with like sleepy little perfect people just hanging out, going about their day. And oh no. When there's a tremendous explosion. Oh. And everyone's like, and all the political pundits. Well, I love the fact that they make them look all like they almost look exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's really funny. That's nice. Or like like it's the mutants, right? Mutants, mutants attacked. Again. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like it never is, and it's always proven isn't. But sure, sure. Attacked, never mind. They're like anti-cancer drugs they gave us, but whatever. Um. So, uh, well, they they mentioned that too. They mentioned that they, they dangled this this carrot. Mm -hmm. and, I know, mean, they did trying to make us trying to make us depend on them. That yeah, happened. they did. That, that talks about. Like, I mean, here's the thing: they did do that. Like, yeah. That was why they did it. Um, bishops, obviously, uh, in captain of the war of the command of the captains, captain of the captains, commanders of the captains. I don't know. I think he's commander of captains. Okay. Uh, so he's in charge of what he's what Cyclops used to be. Ah. So they rally a, a little group together, and they they've got a fun new set of uniforms. That look, oh, cool! Got a red X because he's like, we need to go. We have to respond regardless of how people are going to react so it's to like the red there. cross but red yeah we need nah. to show up because like when they see that white and red like x like mm -hmm. they need to know that like we're, we're here to, to help. help 
And That's I was like, fun. okay, cool. So we get a whole bunch of mutants, some that I was very unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. uh, to, to do clean up to help people out and yeah. to try to you know f- help the situation and also discover what really happened so they find a skull and via tempo and um uh, other mutants they, they are able to ascertain that this mutant was like cobbled together mm, by, like a bomb yeah like, like a dirty bomb yeah yeah of like a, of a person but not like it wasn't like they took a person and did something to them no they like, created they made a one like a frankenstein bomb. right which yeah. orcas had been kind of working on that type of thing yeah with domino and stuff sure um and uh, we we see that behind this though is uh, the branch of Orcas that is Judas Traveler, uh, who is working on. The- I'm sorry, what? You say Judas Traveler? Yeah, I've mentioned Judas Traveler before. He works for Orcas. He works in their narrative what? department. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this. You know that is so not true. Let me see him. Let let you see him there. It's yeah, that's him. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember. You, you don't remember Judas Traveler? No. Being part of this? No. Yeah, he's helping to spin the narrative against the the mutants. I mean, Judas Traveler telling good <laughs> stories is a little hypocritical, don't you think? Who's Judas Traveler? Somebody asked. Um, Judas Traveler's nobody. Judas Traveler took an interest in Peter Parker during the Clone Saga, and Marvel's like. I, I don't know what I don't know what to do with this. He's too powerful. <laughs> How come he's so powerful? Then they were like, "Well, mutants are big. He's a mutant." Then and then they were like, "So let me get this straight. This guy can like go through time and like do anything, lift whatever, and do all this crap." And he's and he's never been noticed by Apocalypse. No. And they were like, "Oh, well, then I guess he's not a mutant." Then how about he's a phony? How about it's all fake and he made it all up? And he's like an illusionist, and I'm like, all right. He's a mutant. What? Well, because he says like, but uh, no, he's a mutant again. He's like, now that my fellow mutants have arrived. Oh my god. Maybe he's pretend. Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But yeah, Judas Traveler, man. I remember him being. Uh, well, okay. The, maybe he's a mutant, but he's like a crappy mutant then. Because I remember him <laughs> being in the in these fighter offices. If you read a hundred and one ways down the Clone Saga, like they were talking about how he's like he's gonna be. They were like, oh, he'll be huge. He'll be like a big bad now, and they're like. There's too many I, big mutants that would have noticed him. I know. I feel like I definitely mentioned Judas Traveler before. Okay, well there being, we go. Being on the the bad guy team <laughs> there, um, but yeah, just that Judas is like he's 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 working this whole thing. They're playing checkers. He's playing chess. Sure he is. Yeah, and that's what that's but what's badly, happening right now. He's a crappy character because he's like they're gonna they're gonna bring a strike team. They're, they're gonna show up and that's fine. And his team that he's working with is like, they're going to fix the problem. They're, mm. they're going to solve the right. issues that we, we created for this town. Right. And he's like, that doesn't matter. We're going to need some scryers. He's like, what? he's like, I already things are already set in motion. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, so they release, um, you know, they, they tip off a pro human group that shows up. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're called they the, the watchdogs. All right. Um, I was like, well, what are they called? The dogs of war? No, they're the watchdogs. They, they say release the dogs of war. Um, <laughs> so Cyclops, you know, it helps to keep them at bay while everyone else is working throughout the town. It's really a kind of a cool issue that shows you why Krakoa could be such a good thing. Yes. Why? You look, know, look at how effective they are. Yeah. 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 And like the people there initially are like, get out of here. Rah. Yeah. And then as they're like, just being helped and helped and helped, they're just like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, yeah all right. Sorry. Yeah, like, all right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, we get to highlight a few mutants that maybe haven't shown up, maybe some that people have forgotten about, so that, that's kind of cool. Sure. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, Gene kind of uh, 
takes all like the watchdogs and puts them over there and tells them to just kind of walk in a circle until they get arrested. <laughs> so they, we take that like point off the table. Great. Um, we figure out that clearly like someone had created this. They think it might be Orcus, right? The mayor of the town is like so thankful to the X-Men for that's great for being there for not for the X-Men for, for the um, mutants for being there yeah. um, puts out, you know, press releases and all that. And that's when, you know, essentially we discover that the, the big thing the Judas traveler wanted to do was create bad press for them. Uh-huh. And so like the what like the leader of the watchdogs is there and he's like, you know, we came to help the people and like the they I was brutalized, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a uh, a pundit and she is interviewing the mayor and she's like really like giving her a hard time yeah. about it, you know, like she's just like, Oh sure, like you know, you you say that it was this other thing, but like they have no proof of that. There's no proof. Yeah, I'm like, just asking questions. No, yeah, it's did they, like that um, kind of thing. Did, did does Judas Traveler find out that there's no such thing as bad publicity? <laughs> well, he is standing in front of a wall of TVs that has that woman saying like, yeah, a bunch of you know, many people crap. feel that there's like there's yet another act of mutant aggression coming. I love the many people argument. Just overall, yeah, many people have said that. Yeah, many. Well, we discover in the end that like, Judas Traveler has hired, like, he like right. is paying her as a pundit. Of course. He's like, oh, there's plenty more for you in the future. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, Judas Traveler helping Orcus out to uh, create this narrative. That's great. Of... Good use of that character because he sucks. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, cool. Props to Steve Orlando for using that character. <laughs> they had set him up as being part of Orcus. I, like, he has apparently. a seat. He has a seat. He's on one of the graphics. Yeah, I feel like there's probably, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure I remember you saying <laughs> But anyway. Finally, your favorite book of the year. Oh, okay. I'm going to just go right into to this one. Just, this is the X-Men section. Okay. Immortal X-Men number 12 came out this week and was spectacular as always. Because just when you thought that it was going to be Ben Percy mostly dealing with the Colossus issue, it turns out... Kieran Gillen Kieran, takes the ball and runs Kieran, with it. Yeah, like took this ball and is just running it down the field yeah. or, or whatever, because I don't know sports, let's no, be honest. Kieran um, Gillen is the Roy Kent of this <laughs> soccer game. I yeah I maybe I think Kieran Gillen's nicer yeah he is. I like Roy Kent he's got a good heart that's right but yeah, then he, exactly. had to, he had to leave he had to go do something else now but then he came back remember he's working for the team yeah but it's not like he's Jamie no anyway um we're watching Ted Lasso Again. season three um no spoilers. first issue no spoilers their first episode please don't spoil it for us <laughs> um I hate when he died but, ah! so as we all know um. Peter Piotr is yes. under the influence of uh, uh, what Some I don't know crap. what the word is for, but they, they call it something specific. But you know, another use of like narrative here in which like he's trapped almost in like in a Russian novel <laughs> because so, like his brother has this person who's writing for them. And so like he's a sleeper agent, essentially. And yeah. like, Piotr is very aware of it. Right. And trying he, he, he would do anything he could to fight against it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's incredibly difficult. Well, sure. Um, and and so. Uh, he is on the council now and yeah. he has gotten Storm's vote, uh-huh. as we know. And uh, he's made a deal with uh, Sebastian Shaw because Shaw wants wants to do certain things. Yeah. He would like to get a certain person on the council. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, and, and so. Who is it? Is it the one who yells from the Hellfire? <laughs> hang Just on. Just of all the members of the Hellfire. Hang on, club. you're going to find out who it is. Is it Judas Traveler? No, it's not Judas Traveler. <laughs> it's Judas Traveler's. It's a scryer. Um, it's, it's Miles Warren. <laughs> he, um, Sebastian Shaw calls for a, a, a closed meeting. And by that means it, they kick off the four people 
who mm-hmm. might be uh, infected by Sinister. Okay. And so exit Emma, Xavier, Exodus, and Hope. Yes. And so that really diminishes the amount of votes that can go into it. Uh, in uh, the last fall, uh, Road to the Fall of X uh, issue that was written by uh, Cy Spurrier, yeah. Nightcrawler's left. So he's not on the council either. And he right. gave his vote to Storm. Yes. So now Piotr has three votes. Right. He's getting on this council. Well, he's already on the council. Right. Well, he's, yeah. So, and he made the deal with like Sebastian. Yeah, Shaw. I know, I know. And uh, the the deal is, they're like, he Charles like, we need to fill the seat now. And Mystique and Destiny are like, no. Mm-hmm. And Kitty's like, no. <laughs> Destiny goes like, you're working for Orcus at one point during this whole conversation, and like, we're, like, oh, okay, we're good. Into that. Put him in the hole. We're getting to that, but we reveal who who does he want? It's Celine. <gasps> She's back. Oh no, the Cerebro cast. We're very excited to hear that, baby. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. Um, I, listen, I think she's fabulous looking. Of course she is. She she's always got, is. She's got a great outfit. I, I, I like a good, like, single col- pop of color. She's got that going on. Yeah. She's all black, just the red. Bam. Oh, Done. yeah. No, Little she knows how to make things. entrance. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, she's a sadistic psychopath, too. She's yeah. She's like, I'm uh, fine. I'm here for that. She's <laughs> like, I'm here. And they're like, we need to resurrect you. She's like, I'm magic. Right. I don't need you. Yes. I can just come back. Okay, where do I sit? Nowhere. Go away. Well, they vote. I know. And yeah. and she's in. Yeah, and she's in. Ta-da. Um, that's when Destiny's like, oh, excuse me, you work for Orcus. So they're trying to, like, they're like, well, we need a psychic to confirm that. We need to have someone read his mind. Celine! Like, well, we can't. Well, he offers that. He's like, she could vouch for No! Me. And they're like, and all the other psychics can't be trusted. And they're like, I've got Mephisto here. He'll vouch for you. Woohoo! <laughs> um, but no, they get Rasputin to come. You know, from the Sinister Timeline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, four, yeah. yeah, she reads his mind. She's like, no. Why not get one of the psychics you know personally? Well, she's pretty, like, supposedly pretty, you know. Why? No, we're not getting new people. But the question is, like. Where's Gene? De- she's not doing anything. Was Destiny wrong? Well, the problem is, they like, Shaw points out, he's like, well, Hope's, you know, not can't do it. And Gene's not a big fan of me anyway. Okay. So he's like, you can't trust her. I'm like, I think you can trust Gene. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Piotr like has it out with Kitty, where like he's like he he's being written for that like you know the, the word, like this place is corrupt and blah blah blah. We gotta yeah. do whatever, and like he suggests that they um uh release these sins of sinister timeline to the world mm. to let them know what's fantastic going to idea. And she's like, that's a no. Yeah. Like no. we can't do that. Yeah. And he's like, but this place is corrupt, and that's why I'm here. I'm meant to be like the good. And like in like his other sub his subconscious is like, Kitty, please, you have to know that, that something's crap. wrong. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, the the psychics who are outside of, you know, the doings, uh, are like, Hope's like, we should we should listen in. We could. We could yeah. listen in. And he's like, no. Like Xavier's like, we can't do that. Okay. Because if we do that, that's basically like that we that could prove that we're influenced like right. we have to just let them do their thing mm-hmm. she's like no, i'm gonna do it <laughs> and that's when she finds out that they're gonna release whatever mm-hmm. she ends up having a fight with uh rasputin uh exodus handles it in his own way though naturally uh he he just he like calls forth storm okay he calls her back from Morocco. he's like oh. get your ass back down here mm-hmm. so she's like what are you what are you doing <laughs> Colossus, what, what are you what are you what is this what what's this all what's, about what's happening here and he's like you picked me to do what i needed to do right and i'm doing what i need to do mm-hmm yeah. And so uh, I, I, they're going to hold the vote because mm-hmm. now they're not going to win. Right. 
right? And, and so, like, Piotr tries one last thing with her, with uh, with Storm, where he says something specific. Yeah. Where he says, I'm not your playing piece. But he tries to emphasize your, mm-hmm. like, as though to be like, Right, but, but like, I am someone right, exactly, and like she doesn't catch on, so like presumably, okay, and you know it's really sad because he's like I'm trapped in a Russian novel. It was it was wrong for me to hope, yeah, and I'm like oh <laughs> that sucks. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Mystique and Destiny have it out because Mystique's got that information, that message from the future yes. of like Destiny talking to um, Sinister, mm-hmm. being like you know like I, I I would you know set fire to the world to, to save her that yeah. kind of thing, right? And uh, she's like what what. What's going on with you? Were you wrong? Were you just trying to? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And Destiny's like, it's weird. I ever since we got rid of all the Moiras, everything's different. Nothing's settled yet. And so she's like, I don't. I have like glimpses of the far flung future. I'm good for the short term, but mm-hmm. like anything in the long term, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, then you're off the council because you're useless. You're completely useless. <laughs> well, I mean, the only reason we put up with your evil is because you can, you can see the future. Right, but I mean, like even in that instance, like if something was like someone was going to shoot someone, she'd be like, they're going to shoot someone. Yeah, we all got taken over by Mr. Sinister. You didn't see that coming. Thanks for nothing. That's true. Um, so, like, Destiny, like, freaks out at one point, too. She's like, you're going to kill me. Right. And Mystique's like, I ne- what? <laughs> yeah. What? That's no. weird. So they hug, and that's when we, we see um, Mother Righteous, like, clue into Mystique. Because don't mm-hmm. forget, Mystique thanked her for that, and that's, like, giving her, like, power over that. Right. So she, like, makes her incredibly angry, and she, like, skewers Destiny. Oh, and kills her okay and you're like yay so then destiny's brought back but she's brought back by hope which means that now the council's like uh i think it's shaw is like oh we can't trust destiny her now. is on the council but she can't have a vote anymore so mm-hmm. now they can win their vote essentially and i'm okay. like gillen is like talk about playing chess versus checkers yeah. like he's playing a game i can't comprehend yeah um but definitely gillen's doing some work here i think to help to like destabilize the quiet council as we're like rolling yeah. into the fall of X. That's how we're going to get the fall of X. I mean, it's just like, like yeah. it's just, it's just really cool to see these books kind of like working in tandem with yes. one another to make this happen. Absolutely. Regardless of what it is. Yeah. Um, I think the next one promises the next fall of X book promises to talk about apocalypse and Genesis. Cool. Good. So um, I'm just to see what they're going to be, like, right. what their role in this will be, but yeah. it's a lot, there's a lot been going on. And uh, you know, the, the idea of having Celine on the council, uh, you know, for I'm sure the limited amount of time that the council might exist. Right. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's become very villain heavy right uh-huh. now. And, uh, That's yeah. That's great. <laughs> More dramatic tension. Sure. Uh, from, uh, Michael Dorn and Sammy Basri, I read Steelworks. So did I. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with John Henry Irons' approach. I think it's like really very much in character for him, but also, you know, it, promises a very interesting status quo you know uh irons is doing a thing where he's like oh we're gonna pull metropolis up but we're gonna do it without superhero or without super people like we need to retire superman and super people from like their active participation in the like evolution and support of metropolis seemingly in the day-to-day he's like they need to learn to rely on themselves yes like metropolis with human beings yeah yeah yeah. and uh and you know so like i think maybe they'll probably I mean, it feels like one of those things where, like, the lesson will be at the end, like, no, Superman's great, and super people are honest, and da-da-da. But, like, uh, it, it's very in character with John Henry Irons. It's also very frustrating. It makes him a more uh, well-rounded character. Mm-hmm. You know, the art's fine, but uh, the, the writing is fun. And uh, what I didn't exp- – what I what – I, uh, uh, what I expected but didn't got was uh, a lot of um, – a lot of – 
needlessly verbose. You see that with a lot of like newer writers, uh-huh. you know, Michael Dorn. I don't know if he's done a lot of comic books before, mm-hmm. but if it read like a regular comic yeah book. yeah yeah. i don't know if that's like it's like he's just he gets it or right if they, there's a good editor involved here I, yeah. I i honestly don't know but i i agree with that yeah I, I expected the same thing i was like all right all right this is gonna be this we'll is gonna feel what, a little he's well, gonna get his footing but yeah. he already has it yeah so you know it was it was i am like familiar with steel yeah and that i i like his design i mm-hmm. like i like what he stands for yes. a lot like just like a guy stepping up to the plate like mm-hmm. I, I love that yeah um but I, I wasn't really up on what was recently happening to him but i think the book did a good enough job of of kind of cluing me in exactly so i was like okay introduced his, reintroduced his daughter mm-hmm. who's also fun um i just recently finished a story oh, was that his daughter yeah oh no niece, his niece. i'm, I'm like no no i i i think of her like his daughter well, maybe but... he does too yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I uh, no, I just recently read this like big book with her in it, and I was like, I've been thinking about her for a while. I'm like, oh my god. So I was like, oh hey, she or there she is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, good book. I'd recommend it if you were looking for more stuff like that. Yeah. No, I, I, it's an interesting take, and uh, you know, obviously there's the potential for some drama there yeah. as well. But you know, don't don't be scared off just because it's like a celebrity writer writing it. No, you it's... Know, it, it feels like a, a, a book. Ugh, a book yeah i agree come on brain get um, it together and nm says uh, any idea if dc will ever release a trade for all 12 issues of human target instead of the two hardcovers that we do have seems like common sense we'll be able to buy that uh, how can we pressure dc into doing that doing that uh if the trades or the hard here's the thing if the hardcovers sell they'll do it um the trades are inevitable uh, i would expect but um you know hard, human target doesn't have batman on the cover mm. so it'll be tough you know like gotham city year one we can expect everything but with human targets it's gonna be a little tougher. But the fact they did two hardcovers suggests to me that they're gonna do at least one hardcover with all of them in it. Uh, they did the same thing with uh, Doomsday Clock, so I would expect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Far, Comic Pop Woo, thank you very much, Ray. <laughs> I've been re-watching Tiffany's Spider-Man PS4 gameplay. You forgot how bloodthirsty Spider-Man Tiff is. Uh, how do you feel about Venom in two? Uh, hype for it, can't wait, looking forward to it. Uh, got some real uh, speculation on this book or th- this video game. When's that coming out? Uh, October. I think I have to replay because I think my game is gone. Probably. I think your game exists. Yeah. But my game is not. Hmm. I think. Well, you should. It'd be great. Um, play all the all the, the DLC too. And then Miles. I did play Miles. I know you did. The, the last episode hmm. will drop probably in the next couple of days over on uh, Comic Pop Plays. Okay. Regrettably, we got demonetized. So uh, we're going to have to do something about that. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, I our have to content contact... wasn't the... It wasn't different enough. Yeah, wasn't different enough from something else. I don't know. Uh, as for Venom, I can't wait. I hope it's Craven. I hope Craven becomes Venom in this video oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're like, oh Harry, and I'm like, Harry's barely a character. He's a side. He's a side quest. Like he's not anything. I'm not interested in watching Harry become Venom. But I am interested in Craven uh, being Craven for like the first half of the game and then becoming Venom in the next half of the game. Mm. Especially since we have Zdarsky's uh, version of that in Life Story. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And wouldn't it be cool to see? That and then you know maybe Venom gets more skins or something like that because I want to see that like life story Venom Craven character. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I am also uh, just speculating here, but I'm sure they're going to kill Peter in this game. Uh, Landon one eleven ninety five. You quit. You'd quit. Quit reading Amazing Spider Man if Peter and Felicia were married. Uh, I quit reading Spider Man because it's a terrible book. Yeah, I would. I'd quit Amazing Spider Man if it was terribly written. That's the only condition that I have for reading for quitting any book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nero, thank you very much for your support. Thank you. Ray Farr, with all this MJ controversy in these recent Spider-Man books, have any of the writers brought up MJ's sister Gail? Uh, I love when she pops up in stories. No, 
Uh, but we did in uh, the most recent episode of Back Issues, which is coming out on Wednesday. Yeah, we did. Uh, he also goes on to say, also, did you see the confirmed skins in Spider-Man 2? We're getting Arachnite. I audibly lolled and scratched my head. Infinity Warps, fart. Can't oh, wait. Oh, my God. I know. And you're what? getting multiple color versions of uh, him as well. But Arachnite is a costume. Of course he's a costume because you need one. You need all the costumes. You need all, all the costumes. Give me the costumes. Yeah. I think they didn't put Captain Universe in there last time, so... Mm. Still plenty of room. Uh, Raidu, uh, happy Monday. You too, man. Love the infamous Iron Man back issues. What did you think would be the best way to implement Doom in the MCU? Uh, carefully and with poise. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, great, fun character actor to play Doom, who's down to play him in at least 20 movies. Uh, go as real as you can and as uh, accurately as possible with the costume. Doom's the kind of character who would like to wear a cape, so put him in one. Yep. Go for it. Go yeah. full Doom with it. Yeah. Those are all my conditions, you know? Mm -hmm. If you can go back in time, grab uh, Danny DeLois in like age 28, you know? Great. Yeah, just use the time <clears throat> machine. Curative yeah. Writer says, I got real sick. Time off uh, work finally allowed me to go and finish every episode of Back Issues <gasps> I left. Now it's weird hearing all you talking at less than two times speed. Well, yay thanks for watching anyway man i appreciate it hope you're doing better yeah me too uh keenan meyer currently hitting ba uh, bench press with sound tiffany in my ears thanks for the superhero motivation anytime man you know you could do that one more rep come on let's go you got this come on uh christos gage or <laughs> christian sage christos gage christian sage uh what characters from marvel and dc have been underutilized and who of those characters would you like to see used more obviously blue devil and sleepwalker from uh, both <laughs> dc and marvel uh tiffany any thoughts no. Uh, Girk Pectus, do you see? Uh, did you see the trailer for the new upcoming Star Wars gangster game? That's Star Wars Outlaws, I believe. I love Jedi Survivor, but I am bored of Jedi and want to see more of the underworld. Thank yes, you. I watched it while you were asleep. Uh, I tried to show it to you, but clearly you were unconscious. I was. I, I was. I, I needed. I had a nap. My concern is. I needed that, a little bit of a nap, folks. Yeah. But, uh, well, I will watch it. Was it? I think it's Xbox exclusive. I don't know if that's the case, but I saw like the Xbox logo all over it, and I'm like, well, if it is Xbox exclusive, unfortunately, I'm never going to play it. That's not true. I've got Game Pass. Oh, okay. It's just there it is. PlayStation, Xbox, PC, PlayStation, PC. Good. Yeah, the game looks fantastic. Well, I, that's funny that you should say that because I said that recently in my chat, and like some people agreed and some people didn't. We were playing, um, we're playing Jedi Survivor right now, yeah. and some folk like agreed with me, and other folks were like, "No, what's yeah." The and I'm like, I, I, "Maybe I don't want to be a Jedi." Yeah. Maybe I don't. I, maybe I just want to try to make my way in the verse. That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> All I've ever wanted is a game where it's like you know third person perspective. And you, it's like open world, and you're a smuggler, and you build your ship, and you take jobs, and you build your ship, you buy pieces. Maybe you have like an option. You go to Watto. He's like, I've got all these skeletons of ships here. You can buy this. It's a, you know, it's a Nubian or an X-wing. You know, because he's really old. Yeah. And uh, it's like all these different ships from across the the, the trilogies, and mm -hmm. you. Each time he's like, well, uh, that's a pretty hefty price. Maybe you might want to go to my friend's uh, shop where he's got bigger ships, you know, <laughs> and you buy junk and you put them together and you can customize your ships and then you just and you get faster, you know, and you do jobs yeah, and, you, and you take jobs and you can take them from like the Empire or the rebels or the uh, gangsters the like from the huts. Exactly. And like so, you know, if you take a lot of hut jobs, you're going to lean more towards the the empire but you'll still have options for rebel jobs if you take a lot of rebels jobs you're gonna get more options from rebels but fewer options in the empire until eventually it's closed off to you you know it rates itself it's a really fun game that doesn't exist but i'm waiting for it uh, <laughs> I, andre de deer love the recent mark Wade interview thank you very much uh that was a lot of fun i'm glad he was there i'm very lucky to have him uh landon 1195 norman has venom in spider-man 2 and harry has goblin i don't want to see either of those things 
uh, but uh, to each their own. And Tinfoil Tyrant, Javier Bardem for Doom. It's too old. No, thank you. Uh, now, finally, Daredevil number 12 uh, from Chip Sadarsky and Marco Cicchetto. Freaking cover is gorgeous. Who did that? Marco Cicchetto. Are you sure? You can look at the... I can't read what that says. <laughs> well, uh, it's great. And uh, the book is uh, continues to be great. Uh, we're wrapping up this series. Um, Daredevil is... Uh, you know, it's all done. He's made his deal with the with the with the proverbial devils. Um, <laughs> but Foggy's soul is in hell because the beast took it or whatnot, and so well, just has Wolverine to go get it. He went there. Seriously, uh, that'd be really fun. Wolverine's got an in, right? Or uh, get uh, solemn. Yeah, he's not gonna do that. No, but instead he uh, he meets up with Blindspot, which is a fun character that everyone forgot about. And Zdarsky's like, I read these books. I know what you're talking about. Uh, relegates him to being like a kind of temple guardian and then goes oh, you can leave and he does and then daredevil's like okay i gotta go to hell and fight the beast so i'm gonna kill myself and then electra's like no you're not i love you and he's like okay and so they fight and there's like a the whole book is just a big fight between daredevil and electra where he forces her to kill him and then he uh goes to like kind of purgatory runs into his dad and his dad's like come on and he's like i've been to hell before this is, i've been around for a long time uh but this is different this is the domain of the beast and so uh, his father shows up and he's like i'm gonna get you ready to fight the beast uh -huh. and then uh and that, that's a woefully short scene where uh daredevil then uh descends the staircase into hell or whatever but uh, he's wearing a new suit and it's all white because he's fighting on behalf of god or something okay so uh, it, this is more fun and more exciting than daredevil's been in the last like 10 issues so i'm excited to see more of this and wrap it up i just, i literally cannot get over how gorgeous that cover is chichetto is a powerhouse like what the hell like marvel knows it because of course there's an upcoming book that i've been asking for since the acquisition of uh the predator license uh and that is wolverine versus predator or predator versus wolverine really published by 20th century comics eat me uh but if you're gonna put that ugly ass logo on your comic books you better also be willing to say that it's r-rated if you're not gonna put marvel anywhere near that logo mm -hmm. you better put that like predator license to good use and have it be like the bloodiest effing comic you've ever seen yeah because it's two bladed villains or characters just having at each other but chichetto did the cover i'm also devastated by that book because greg lance art is in that book yeah i know i am uh I know. I think they have it out for you. I, I, I'm like, why would you do that? that? That's like, hey, I got this great new Quentin Tarantino movie and uh, Channing Tatum's in it. Yeah, but you at least know the Predators are going to look like the movies. That's true. Or the video or the action figures. Right. Yes, because it'll be ripped right from the image. Which is fine because that will look good. Yeah. Just from those still images that he can trace from the Blu-ray. Well, you're not tracing them. Maybe he's just, you know. Oh, maybe he's not even drawing them. Maybe he's just taking them out of context. No, then, I was saying. I mean, look at reference. Photoshop. You can remove the backgrounds now. Okay. Dazed Toys <laughs> says, "Hi, y'all. I was reading DC Pride and learned about the Rachel Pollock's run on Doom Patrol. I was interested in reading it, but I haven't heard any comic readers share their thoughts or curious about yours. I've never read it. I don't read a lot of. I've never really read a lot of Doom Patrol. I don't think I. Uh, no, I don't think I did either. No." I'm sorry. No. I wish I could help you out with that, but uh, yeah, I didn't read a lot of Doom. I didn't read the Doom. I didn't really read a lot of the Grant Morrison a, either. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, like Doom Patrol, even though it has a lot of creators who have worked on it, for a lot of people, it's like it's either the Grant Morrison run or more recently, kind of the Gerard Way run. Because I think a lot of people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Nick Bledsoe says, "Hey Sal, check out Star Wars Outlaws. It's pretty similar to the game you just described." I'll try. When the game comes out, yeah. Well, well, you, you, Sal said he saw the the trailer, but yeah, you, I saw the trailer, saw the trailer. But uh, it was a lot of like there was no in-game footage. It was just it was just cutscenes. 
I'm looking uh, it up right now. The Doom Patrol thing, not the not yeah, the Star no, Wars not, thing. not Star Wars. The Star Wars thing. I'll look that later. Uh, and uh, Ray Far, Wolverine in Hell. Hey, bub, I'm doing my oh, lawyer a favor, and I'm looking for a guy named Fudgy, something like that. Snick, snick, ha, yeah, Foggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, I have seen her run. That is to say, I saw it. No, I trust me. There's there's like a a cover that like I have seen like a million times. Mm, yes, I know that. Yeah, I know yeah. that cover a lot, but yeah. I don't know the run. I don't know the run either, but I've seen that cover a lot. Yeah, and finally, Batman 136 from Chip Zdarsky with art by Jorge Corona and Bella Ortega. I believe there's like a backup, which I also read, which is fine. I thought she was pouring something on him. I realize that's her whip now. Oh, it looks like she's pouring something on him. I was like, but oh, it's definitely a whip. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Batman is fine. He's all fine here now. Thank you. How are you actually? That's what he's saying. Uh, he just got back from his trip through the multiverse sure. and, uh, that was fine. It's as fine as Batman is. And, uh, so now he's back and he's like really messed up and he's like, he lost his hand and he got it replaced with a robot hand. He doesn't want anybody to know about it for some reason. And he's, so the, the villain of this run is going to be the Batman of Zerana. And Batman himself has infected all the previous multiversal Batmans with Zerana. So now they have Zerana Batmans within their subconscious. And so Batman has returned from the multiverse and he's really more closed off than ever before. Uh, he, and, and he's, he's sick. Like he's sick in the head. You know, Batman Zerana is getting more powerful uh, and he himself is damaged. You know, he's missing a hand uh, and he won't share anything. He removed all of the safeguards and, uh, bodily info that his suit's supposed to send to or uh, Oracle. So now no one can know how Batman's doing at any point. Mm. Uh, he goes to Selena, he like tracks her down and uh, rips off his mask and cries. And he's like, Hey, um, we're supposed to be like together and we're not. And she's like, I can't imagine taking this seriously and leaves. And then uh, Batman gets a ping in the bat uh, in the, in Wayne Manor. And all of the uh, all of the Bat family that is alive is there making breakfast at like five thirty in the morning. So it's mm -hmm. like Jason and Stephanie and Tim and Duke and ever everybody's there, and they're all making pancakes. And Batman is there, and he uh, envisions them all burning to death because he's just that miserable and upset. And um, this book is um, it is okay. So. Um, Tiffany and I are from New Jersey and there is a, uh, there's a, there's a place on the boardwalk called Seaside Heights. Yeah. And on uh, at Seaside Heights, it's been washed away by the storms uh, twice over now, mm -hmm. but back in the day there was this um, roller coaster kind of, it was uh, on the pier uh, overlooking the water and it had this big white bucket that you sat in and it had been there for decades. And when you got into it, uh, you were promised a ride and uh, it technically is one, but at every turn, the, the, the corners are so sharp that you hurt yourself and there are so many of them. And at any moment you can get your bearings and look over the ocean and see that like I'm riding a roller coaster and I can see the ocean. I can mm -hmm. see the boardwalk. There's some beautiful vistas uh, and I'm on admittedly a ride, but at every turn uh, I am hurt at some point on this sharp edge and uh, then you realize like about two seconds into the ride that you are just going like this all the time until finally the ride uh, is over and you go, I think I, I don't think I'm going to do that again. Uh, but you're happy that you did it because, you know, it's an institution. That's what this book is. <laughs> um, and, and it's really a shame because like, I think that Chip Zdarsky may be one of the top 
10 writers at DC Comics. It might be even the one of the top five writers at the big two. Uh, but it used to be the one of the top three. And uh, I don't think that his writing has diminished because Public Domain is still a phenomenal series. And when he does these individual issues, like the Daredevil book I described earlier, uh-huh. uh, they are phenomenal. Right, right, right. But these these runs, these ongoings are... This Batman run is not great. Oh. That multiverse book was not good. It was fine. And it's so funny because that's like the theme of this book. Like Batman, the opening page is Batman wearing his cowl with no shirt on, being inspected by Mr. Terrific. And he's like, I'm fine. And he's so unconvincing. Like it's, it's, and it's, that's what this whole, like that's what Batman the title has been Mm -hmm. since Scott Snyder left it. Has been fine. Like it's just been this book that is insisting that it's, that nothing has been hurt or damaged or tarnished about this book. And everyone in the whole world going, there's something wrong with this book. Mm. There's something, there's something broken or sick with Batman and the Batman book to being like, but we got Jorge Jimenez drawing it. Look at how great it looks. And everyone's like, I mean, it is great looking sometimes, you know, but then sometimes it really isn't, <laughs> you know, like some of this run where it's like ugly and it has no business being ugly because DC pays better than Marvel. And so I'm just like, I don't know. I, th- this book is frustrating because I want to like it. And if you were to describe the things that happen in them, I'd be like, that's cool. Yeah, because when you say that to me, I'm like, yeah, all right, that sounds neat. Right, like the failsafe concept and the Zurana idea. If you were to say to me, uh, the pitch is that like Batman of Zurana is the secret villain of this book. And he is just seeking to infect and corrupt batman and just claw his way into being the dominant personality i'd be like that sounds really frustrating but i guess i get it and i definitely greenlight it if i was an editor mm. but reading it month to month i'm like no like I'm, I'm 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 over it is the problem like i'm over the zorana thing mostly because it it's it's ever present but it's not actually in the story it's just window dressing you know like there'll be a backup where the batman of zurana uh takes over batman and fights the joker that's a great idea and a really solid backup story i don't remember i think he might have even drawn it but like it looks really great and it's a really fun idea and that idea all by itself is great but like what does that have to do with the story what does that have to do with this and it's it's like but that's part of it it's like but how long is that gonna go i guess we'll find out right but like how long though (laughs) <laughs> but this is the, but isn't story part of it like isn't journey a journey part of absolutely the story? and sometimes i'm really on board for the journey and other times i'm just straight up not okay and this is but one like, of those is times it, is this like a subjectively a subjective thing or an objective thing? it's absolutely a subjective thing i hope people like it okay uh, here's the thing the most frustrating thing is you know when zadarski first jumped on this book i'm like this is dope this is awesome this is fun you know i don't care if it's like a Zadarsky version of Tower of Babel. I don't care if like right. the Zurana thing has been done to death. I don't care if like Grant Morrison had way too many good ideas that were only good for their run and then completely destroyed the character. And I'm looking at you, Grant Morrison, for like everything you've ever written uh, because you know what? It worked out great for you, but like you infected DC with these terrible ideas that people aren't able, capable of, of executing. You know, I'm, I'm just sorry. You're just like, here's this idea. And then like everyone's like, I like that idea. I'm going to do it. And it's like, well, they can't do it. Look at you, Damien. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, so I've been championing it, but on Twitter or on Inst- or on Reddit, yeah, people are unhappy. Like people are like, "This book sucks." Like uh, people are saying, "This book sucks." 
Many people are saying this book's out. No, I'm saying, I, but I have seen people like being much harsher than I am about okay. it. And I, I'm, I'm not letting it infect me, uh, but I or affect me. But I am aware of it, mm. and I haven't seen anyone saying this book is great. The problem is I haven't seen any fanfare, any fanfare, or any any counter to that point. I'm only seeing the people think it sucks. And I'm like, well, it doesn't suck. You can't say it sucks. I've read books I'm that sorry. suck mm. where it's like the writing and the art don't harmonize where the characters are bad. You know, where you're, 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 you're using like a character death to inflate sales. Like that sucks. That objectively sucks. This doesn't suck, Okay, but it is frustrating. And I think I've said that about every Batman book since Snyder was on it. Which is really frustrating because, like, looking back at like the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo run, I'm like, this is a good run. Like, I was harsh on that run. Okay, but can you? Uh, all right, but but only in comparison to like but don't you... James Tyne in the fourth run, which wasn't good. All right, well, don't you? Okay, so this is a topic for a totally different thing. Yeah, but like, don't you think that the farther we get away from things, the more that we like crave those things again absolutely because, like you know of like nostalgia and you know yeah and i can imagine of, like, our lives that we were in at that like when we were yeah i mean i can imagine but like, like i don't really think i don't associate the capullo snyder run with like better times okay. in my life you know what i mean i don't think about like when i was a kid you know like, or, like I can because imagine... you read it before you've read like with certainly comics, you're always going to read the thing you're reading right now before you read the next yeah, yeah, yeah. thing and so... no i think if the snyder capullo run came now it would be like oh my god thank you okay like it would be a respite okay and it, that's not to say that like Scott Snyder is the definitive Batman writer, although maybe he's in the top five because I've read other Scott Snyder books since that run. Like mm -hmm. last night on earth. It's not great. That's okay. Like it, it was not a welcome change. Right. It was just kind of like that thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's just, it, it's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, I mean, I think we've talked about this before. The idea that like Batman, the book is not for me. Mm. Like Batman is not a monthly book for me. Batman is a, trade paperback he's a self-contained graphic novel he's no gn like he's a story that is like you read it and it's good and it's done mm -hmm. you know but like every time they reference alfred and they do it four times in right. this book you're just like that's enough like i just want to scream from the heavens like that's enough of the alfred being dead thing well, and that's and i've had way more than enough of people teasing bringing him back right you know, like Batman begs an Alfred of another reality. Like, come with me and be my Alfred in this reality. And it's like, that is a solution, but it's not the solution. It's not even a good solution. Does it work? No, he's like, no. No, he's like, that would be stupid. He doesn't go. John Kent runs into him in the Injustice universe. And it's like, oh, Tom Taylor could bring that Alfred into this reality. Like that's, and, and and I can imagine an editor like, you know, just splooging themselves over that concept. Cause then you got a Batman who's like, I don't trust Superman because he might take over everything. And I have to be careful of Rob, of, of all the Robins because like they died on my watch, you know, like that, a kind of like post-traumatic stress Alfred, you know, like that, that's a juicy Alfred, you know, that's supposed to just being like a droll archetype that represents Batman's childhood. Like no, nobody wants that. Nobody wants like set dressing in character form. Nobody wants pillars of your character universe, apparently. And when I say nobody, I only mean people who are in charge of these books. But anyway, Batman 136, it's fine. Like, it's it's fine. It looks good enough, kind okay. of. It doesn't look great, but it looks fine. Like, it doesn't, it's not blowing the doors off, but like, it's fine. You know, it, it, and, and are that's you the thing. fine? I'm not. I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly I'm not. But like, you know, it's just kind of like, it's frustrating because like, I, you know, 
and, I, and I'm like hyper aware of the talent of these people and how good they are at what they do and like what they're executing and how many how, like what's against them and how much like you know magic is involved with making a book happen in the first place mm -hmm. like, I, I get it but like and i'm not broken or sad because like there are books that i'm like that's a great book right right and it's right. not like and that book came out five years ago <laughs> okay. you know like, and it's not like oh that book came out 20 years ago now. yeah yeah, yeah. you know I, i'm not like delusional i'm not like oh man you'll be great if they put jmd mateas on amazing spider-man like <laughs> but that would be great but like not in the but uh but not for everybody i'm like mm. that's not if you put me in charge of spider-man and I, I and i i that would not be the decision i made right you know i'd be like jmd mateas just backups in the spider-man book like he does like little stories that are like one trade Mm -hmm. you know five pages per book and then you make trades out of them that keeps mark you know employed and also tells these fun and robust stories but like the action isn't here you know we sell the book right with like a name and an initiative that is exciting and relevant and contemporary you know i'm not i'm not out of touch okay well, that's, <laughs> listen, that's great you know batman is another similar situation i'm just like but i love zadarsky and i love what he does and i know he gets it and I don't know if it's just like, maybe I'm just not jiving with the concept, the whole concept of okay. Batman as a monthly book or a bi-monthly book. I don't know how long this book comes out. It feels like forever. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I didn't mean to go on so long. But, no, it's know, fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. But it, like, it, and Batman be, it's just like, I'm, I don't know. I, you know what it is? I'm just, and it really, and we talked about this before, but like, I'm just, I'm ready for Batman to just get back, just get back to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just so tired of like like the penguins daughters or something or sh or uh, children or something there's like there's a brother sister twin combo that were introduced in this book and i'm like i don't want to read about the penguins children i don't want to read about dead alfred i don't want to read about these i don't want to see a a, a a manor choked with people you know in a kitchen that's way too small for it being in wayne manor that's never going to go away i know the bat family's here to stay and then so and those stories are over those stories and you have to over. treasure the ones that you have i do and I, but like i think that there's room i mean you know how many robins are in uh what's that book one dark night or uh the, the one from jock oh, yeah. yeah none yeah exactly you could still do them yeah it's true <laughs> it's my point but yeah no you're you're, you're right though like the, the, the holding on to the you know but but it's like they keep flirting with the idea you know that's what's so frustrating is like they everyone keeps saying like oh comics are cyclical they'll all get back to it i'm like when you know what i mean like oh yeah well, yeah they're, when they're cyclical i think to some degree but not in not in every way yeah, and certainly and, and they don't they, they never line up no it's not like okay well finally you know pete and mary jane are together and alfred's alive and you know what i mean like the x-men are in the manor and there's an avengers mansion over here you know it's never going to align well because over time like the people who are in charge won't know those stories anymore right well they clearly they don't <laughs> that much is very well, okay you know it's more like well yeah well and you're seeing people like david peppos and josh williamson who uh who are like i read these books mm -hmm. i remember these things i want to see what i what i like and i remember right you know you just hope they're talented enough to also be able to back it up which they are i just mm -hmm. named two people who are good at what they do uh, and also do the nostalgia writing absolutely but uh but not all the time they're not one trick ponies I'm not no no that. no but uh, anyway let's talk about some books that are coming out this week that we should, think you should check out do it um after the like uh the, the full of integrity and absolutely uh morally unquestionable book of amazing spider-man 26 i'm sure everyone is lining up to read the adventures of spider-man fighting doc ock oh boy spider-man and felicia fighting doc ock no we're just getting back to normal <laughs> uh I not picking this up cover it's a terrible cover it's an ugly ass cover well, i mean it's effective because you yeah know. you want to be like Ugh. but also they're bringing back superior spider-man so it's like well, what, is this, what, what do i give a shit for and and how dare you like presuppose that this is going to be like a fun superhero romp after what you just did 
they're just like just forget about it who cares they're not even real you know and it's like i know i know they're not real but like but what you did was gross anyway uh so don't pick up that but uh you know uh green lantern number two i read the first one i liked that one wait did i i read green arrow who 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 were in this one phil kenny johnson never mind uh i like him as a person <laughs> you know you can tell we don't do a lot of prep for the uh the, these books this part of the, the the show is really off the cuff and uh, we're just trying things yeah, whatever right? you know we just say whatever we see well that's uh, what do i see I, what I, I calls them like a season you know oh, what i mean uh, there's a lot of books in here i'm like oh no don't buy that book oh no that one woof yeah well is it my i don't recommend anything today at some point <laughs> yeah what Moon Knight number 24 will be coming Yay. out this week. Uh, Wolverine number 34. X-Men Red number 12. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, man. Oh! What? Sorry. I just... Okay, wait a minute. Because we've got freaking... Wait. There's a lot happening here. My mm -hmm. brain. My brain. Didn't we just have the... the oh, my God. Wait. With the 100 Warriors, remember, like, from, from uh, Ten of Swords? Yes. In one of the other, uh, I think it was, books? yeah, one of the X-Men books, at the end, it was promised that Pogger Pog is coming. Yes, I heard that. And I'm like, wait, that's all. <sighs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Hi. Hi. My brain, I, this is why I needed the nap, everybody. That's right. Okay, this that's is why right. I needed the nap. Um, <laughs> Big reveals like that that you all already yeah. figured out. Um, Rogan Gamut number four. This is a book I wish I liked more than I do. Yeah. But I think I I just I need to see it through to the end. Oh yeah. Because I, I, I just there's only six issues of this. Well, also because it's like I it, this is really contingent on where the story. What are they going to do like, with this these journey? Is definitely. Well, what about him? Oh yeah, Doctor Strange number four. Listen, I'm just bebopping okay. all over. This is my X Men section. <laughs> all right, fair this enough. All the, the I X see, books. I see. All right, I see what you're doing. Doctor Strange number four is coming out as well. With something to do with them? No, essentially. Thank God. Or not? I don't know. Maybe. Right. Who knows? There's another one of those coming out. Apparently. Sure. Sure. Why not? Um, I kind of fell off of the Nightmare Country Sandman Universe book, but I want to let those of you who care about that know that that's coming out too. Mm -hmm. Again, we have Waller versus the Wildstorm. Yeah, I, we have that book, and I still haven't read the first issue. Damn it. It's just sitting on my desk. Yeah, it is. Because we are the worst, I guess. <laughs> Clearly. We're just not very good. Yeah, I'm looking Ooh. forward to that. Oh. Oh. Oh, my. That's uh, Something's Killing the Children. The Children, uh, Something's Killing the Children, pen, pen and, and ink, ink number one. Oh, a deluxe art focused format featuring stunning black and white interior inks with artist commentary. Oh, can I get that? Yeah, we'll get it. I'll put it on my <laughs> can list. You get that. Not like, can I get that? But no, like, you can don't get have... that in physical. Yeah, no, she means like, can you go get it? Yeah, can you go? <laughs> not, can I have it? No, I mean, literally, can you go please go get that's that? Who I, that's who goes and gets them. Yeah, you're the, you're the person who gets the books. I can't go get the books because I'm working. I'll put it on my get list. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other things coming out, but this seems like a heavier week for me anyway. So who knows what else I'll read before we do our next exciting episode. Of off the rack. Of off the rack. It's true. There's yeah. This is a, this is a for me. It is for you. Like there's like nothing. I know. I promise that I will talk about stuff. Please um, do, because otherwise it's just gonna be me talking. Well, that's always fun. And nobody wants that. Yes, they do. Especially if they listen to Dynamic Duos from CBR. <laughs> it's a podcast that was initially created to see uh, the top talent of the industry chatting with each other, and uh, because. But uh, but then Tiffany was brought in to uh, kind of uh, shepherd the line. I do. I, I do. I do a little intro thingy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wanted to see who was doing this. I just was curious. That's right. Cool. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get into that. <laughs>
No. Someone asked me about that, but I probably should because it looks like Constantine's there. Constantine. Oh, good. Uh, I believe there's a couple other uh, super chats. Let's do those. Uh, let's Don't see leave where... yet. We're going to super chat with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girk Peck, does I know everyone hates slash is tired of pirates? They are. Are? Uh, I always uh, wanted a Star Wars game about space pirates. I think they were fun in Clone Wars. It be goofy or dark. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be great? Uh, your boy Chips Ahoy just got to hear. Uh, just got here. Just got here. Catch the rest of the replay. Punisher was dope. Plus the war. Plus the beast. Agreed. I loved it. That's right. Yeah, Punisher ended, and I really, I, I loved it. I, it zigged where I wouldn't have zagged. You know where I would have zagged, but overall, it, it was a, it was, it was good. I really liked it. Awesome. I saw someone who was a former editor at Marvel who was like pooping his pants on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, goodbye, Punisher. I'm so sorry they ruined you." And I'm like, "Shut up. You're supposed to be an adult." Grow up, buddy. Uh, Spoon Lol Two says, "Finally got the chance to catch you guys live. Uh, woo! It's a real shame that both Marvel and DC are stumbling with their most popular characters." Excuse me, they wrote Woot. Oh, I'm sorry, Woot. Yeah, Woot. Uh, but I will say, apropos of that, I don't know what you know. I think it's just that it, you know, um, that the these people who are here are like younger, and either they don't have the same experience, or they are like too precious with them or they're not precious enough there's, there's too many extremes you know they're like either worried that it's going to break or they're like not worried enough that what they're doing is you know damaging mm. you know, they're just kind of like either way they're uncareful right 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 uh and curative writer Tatif thoughts on spirit world as the magic girl um if you're talking about the DC book Spirit World, I saw the first issue came out. I didn't get a chance to pick it up. I do see there's a second issue coming out. And if I get a chance this week, maybe I will. This Again, I've got a lot of books this week. Yeah, for some reason. you sure do. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but I will try. Yeah. And Peach, uh, will you be checking out Spider-Man India? Probably not. I'm taking kind of a sabbatical on Spider-Man books lately. And, you know, I don't really care. Like, not, you know. No offense, I just don't. I don't like superfluous Spider-Man characters. Like I'm not reading Spider Gwen either. I don't read any of those characters. You know, I don't read Miles. I like Miles, but I don't read his books. I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm here You're for a Pete. Peter Parker. Character. Yeah, I'm You're here for fan. Pete. Yeah, exactly. There was yeah, the, my favorite book of all time must be like Peter Parker or Spider-Man, where it's all about him. I would read that. Yeah, that I'm I'm here for Pete. I'm not here for like the costume with another character inside. Uh, but yeah. Um, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're really yeah. lucky to have you. Thank you so much for Super Chatters for sponsoring today's show. If you want to help us out more, you can go to patreon.com slash compop or just subscribe and like the video and comment below. Say something fun. and uh, Say something fun. Say something fun. You know, and don't write that. You know, don't obvious. write say something fun. Yeah. Man, I did this joke on uh, TikTok uh, and the amount of people who said the same joke, I, I was just like, wow, that's the only that's the only thing you can say, huh? I was just looking at I was just, I was, just I, I, was, I was blown away. Because I said this thing, okay, so like um, everybody is talking about the, the Spider-Man 26 issue and, that, okay. and what happened. And everybody's weighing in on it. Everybody's making making bank on it. And we didn't we didn't do that. Not like out of any moral, uh, you know, obligation. We just didn't. Nobody had time and we couldn't sit and shoot it. So like. Well, we could have. When? I don't know. Just tell me. I'll be there. Yeah. And uh, well, we'll have to do that because I would like to talk about it, but yeah. we didn't have a chance to. I was, I've been waiting. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, I didn't know that. I guess I'll just have to tap you then for it. Hello. Okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we didn't do it. and uh, But everybody else is doing it. And they were all talking about it. They were all saying the same crap. It was all the same goddamn stuff. Mm -hmm. 
just like da, 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 da. and it just all turned into noise because they're all saying the same exact thing 20,000 views 200,000 views blah, blah, blah. and it's just like so I made this joke on TikTok where I was like here's my thoughts on it and I just spoke backwards I just yeah. said a bunch of nonsense and every the amount of people who said like I think I'm having a stroke I was like that's well you just comment you're not you don't like search through the comments you're just writing <laughs> that's true yeah it's funny like, I'm that, not looking at I'm like oh who else oh there's somebody ready to say I'm not gonna say it I mean why know, not though just engaging I that's I just guess that's take true. it as something nice I guess that is nice yeah yeah it isn't look the reality is it is engagement hmm. no there's nothing wrong with that take that just take it but uh you know all right but yeah, maybe I will have something more to say about it besides nonsense, besides some gobbledygook. Okay. I have to think about it. I haven't really thought about it. I'm just like, we'll we'll sit oh, down and oh, shoot all the of show. A sudden, now it's a different. Now it's a different reason why we haven't done it. Oh, okay. no. I mean, no. I've been planning on doing it. It's just that I haven't done any preparation for oh, okay. it. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. But. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Let's well, go. <laughs> <laughs> so long, everybody. See you next week. Bye.